I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, AfterBuzzers. We are so happy that you are joining us for episode six. I have to apologize. I called the last episode, episode four, and this one five. Maybe I had some <laughs> of the poison that Peter had, but this is episode six, Parachute, and I'm Tori, and I cannot be doing this without my lovely court that's joining me. We have Tatiana here. How are you? Hello, hello, guys. <laughs> We also have Cody joining us today. How are you feeling today? I am doing very well. How how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling like Peter post poison right now. So we have so much to dive in with this episode. Like I said, Peter is in better spirits. Orlo is trapped in the woods and uh, the queen, I mean, the empress is just trying to figure it all out. We also have a very fun and exciting special segment at the end of the show. So definitely stick around for that. But before we get into all of those things, I have to hear your initial thoughts of episode six in this parachute, Tatiana. Um, dare I say this episode is about hope. Mm -hmm. uh, hope in Peter, because it looks like he's turned a new leaf. I was kind of surprised at all of the steps he was taking to become a better man. So um, I was impressed. I was impressed. Cody, what were you thinking? Um, I was just very surprised to see that all this happen. And then it's oddly refreshing to see Peter and Catherine getting along so well. Um, I kind of like, I feel like it should have been a prediction a long time ago. Like it was inevitable, I think, that they were to at least at some point get along. But um, it, I enjoyed it. Orlo made me so angry for most of the episode, but... Um, he made you angry? Like, he just, yes. uh, we'll get there. I got so, I was so mad at him. Yeah, I agree. We'll definitely discuss his little escapades in the woods because I was right there with you, Cody. I was yelling at the TV. But like I said, this was a very refreshing episode. And honestly, it kind of felt like it was too good to be true. Like I was kind of tiptoeing while I was watching it, trying to figure out if something was going to go wrong. But it really didn't. And I think some of our questions got answered. So let's just try to figure out what's going on here. Catherine was talking to a bear. I don't even know where she got the second bear from. Um, they just Peter pop out everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Running through the woods, looking for birds. And so everybody's basically in high spirits. They're like Snow White, just talking to all these animals. <laughs> and then we get back into the court and everyone who had anything to do with the poisoning or so Peter thinks has been hung and displayed within the court and God. summoned to basically look at it. Um, so how did you guys feel seeing Peter in good spirits, but also doing the typical antics that he's used to Tatiana? I mean, I felt like he was still stupid. Um, but his mood has improved and mm -hmm. perhaps his priorities have shifted, not all of them, but some of them. Um, but the body's hanging there, you know, not to be morbid, but if I were in his position, I probably would have done the same thing. Cody, would you have done those, <laughs> taking these drastic measures if you thought somebody poisoned you or would you have been a little bit more lenient? Um, I I would have, I wouldn't have jumped to such conclusions to just hang all the staff that were present at the moment. Like, that's where Peter is very rash and juvenile. And it goes to show that he hasn't really changed all that much. So he is trying to have a different outlook on life. I did love the irony of after almost most of the episode, he like, um, what was it? He, well, they finally, he wanted, he waited an hour to eat his meal because his food taster needed to like properly digest it. And then he eats it and he's like, it's cold and it's too salty. And it's like, 
shouldn't have killed your chef. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I was kind of like glad that he was taking precautions because I mean, at the end of the day, he is right in the fact that he was poisoned. He wasn't right with who did it. But I mean, I would understand that. I don't think I would trust any food that came my way either. I'd yeah. run star before i trusted any food like you said cody it's a shame that he um fired his chef because now all the food is going to be <laughs> terrible probably but hopefully he's able to find a replacement but i definitely yeah. want to talk about something really quick because we talked about this in the last episode and it's the little exchange that him and his aunt elizabeth have after oh, yeah. um ivan has died and it's like a mini a mini funeral service with just two people there um yeah. but this conversation was definitely interesting because we had a lot of speculation that it could possibly that Ivan could possibly have been Elizabeth's son Cody after seeing this scene how are you like do you think that suspicion is true what were you feeling um after this scene I have new suspicions that Peter is actually her son and Ivan is is his is his half brother but I think Peter is the spawn of Peter the Great and Aunt Elizabeth that is my new theory. Whoa. Mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah, Talk mine to too. How do you feel mine about too. this theory? Now, who's, whose child did she have? Um, well, she definitely acted weird. Definitely acted weird. Uh, when he was like, hey, uh, whatever happened to yours or yours died? Talking about her son that she had. And oh, she yeah. got really weird and totally was like, didn't answer she, his question. She didn't answer Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm still on the theory that that was her son. Um, everybody sleeps with so many people. I don't know exactly. I don't know anymore. But I still like I still like Cody's theory that 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 Ivan was her son. I don't think that Peter is her son. See now, Cody, you have me thinking. I know it's and all you know twisted. I love a good, you know how I like referencing this to Game of Thrones, and the only reason why I say that is because they're always talking about how Peter's mom, or who we believe to be his mother, was very cruel to him. And I know in Game of Thrones, I think her name was Catherine as well. Actually, Catherine Stark was very cruel to Jon Snow because she thought that he was a bastard to her husband. And so I'm now, Cody, you have me thinking that what if? Peter is Elizabeth's child and that's the reason why his mom was so mean to him I don't know but it's a theory it's a theory now you have my brain turning and she's so loving and doting upon upon Peter and then this other boy who we didn't we didn't know whether or not Ivan was her son or not that was a theory in our last panel but she went in and she's the one who slid his neck Mm-hmm. And I feel like your theory would definitely kind of bring some mm. ease to why she was so willing to kill Ivan, because maybe it wasn't her son. But to conclude from this topic, we at least know that she has a son and that she's really weird about speaking about it. So I definitely think we'll see something there. But it was just a really nice conversation that I feel like aided our questions um, from the previous recaps. I was like, yes, I'm glad y'all, you know, heard our questions. Heard our <laughs> but um, so after this, we see that Peter is just in overall better spirits. He's actually actually more so focused on making an heir, which is, um, he's taking the suggestion of his aunt, his aunt, um, Elizabeth. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of, I guess, cool to see the experiments that they're taking to make sure that he gets an heir are hilarious and just add to the satire of this, the icing, his balls, all of that are hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, but aside from them trying to produce an heir, we also see just their relationship actually starting to strengthen. I'm going to just go ahead and say strengthen. I don't know if it's going to like crash and burn soon, but we definitely see that Peter is 
listening. Um, they're sleeping in the same bed. She's making suggestions. He's listening to it. Cody, what are your thoughts of this better of this marriage that is now becoming better? Um, I like like I kind of said in my when we first started. I kind of think this was inevitably coming, and I don't dislike it. She's obviously pushing him in the right direction, and he's being receptive. Um, I do not think that it's going to. I think it will interfere with Leo, but I don't think it's going to. I don't think she would. I don't think she's going to fall in love with him. I think she's just happily. It's just a happy coincidence that this is working. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that poses a good question, Tatiana. What do you think this new positivity means for Leo? destruction heartbreak i mean it's already proven to be heartbreaking for him which i think is only going to cause a lot of problems between him and Catherine, and then that will usher in you know a possible um traitor in their midst you know leo being that person so i don't know i I, i'm heartbroken for leo because like i'm team leo and i think that he like truly loves Catherine. um i want to say that peter is finding how to love Catherine in his own way now, not before, but the fact that he said no to Georgina, I mean, I thought that that spoke volumes. Yeah, I definitely agree. It was like, oh, okay, you might be a little serious. And even though I do like her and Leo together, I mean, this was always the nature of the situation. She knew that she had a husband, so it had to, this kind of agreement of, focusing on producing an heir and trying to coexist was always there. You know what I mean? Um, So that was interesting. But I think just even the basic respect that Peter is kind of having for Catherine, just like respecting some of her ideas, which brings us to the arts and science that Catherine wants to bring into the castle. And then um, just bring into Russia as a whole. So we get to the, the daily tea party that they have. And Catherine brings up this kind of form of bowling ish. You know, that's like her own theme of that. And she credits it to Peter. And well, first, before we get into how Archibald feels about this, let me hear how you guys feel about just Peter taking interest to the overall well-being of the cast. So of course, the bowling wasn't his idea, but he's walking through the hallways, asking workers how they feel about the cast and what could be done to be, I mean, what they can do to make it better. How did you guys feel about this approach? Do you think it'll last long, Tatiana? I mean, I I was hoping that it would last long, but honestly, characteristic of Peter, I don't think it will. I mean, it's not like overnight he's going to officially become this new Peter. Not at all. It takes time for change to stick. And so I I, I don't think that this is going to stay where it is. But I hope that he is enthralled enough with all of this new stuff that he stays with it or at least adapts some of it so it'll be permanent. Mm -hmm. And it seems like this um this strategy is kind of helping her in the long run as well because it seems like she's providing fun opportunities for the ladies who she's also still trying to win over and kind of get them on their side cody do you think that by participating but also finding more interesting ways to throw a ball is going to help her in the long run with the ladies i think so i think it's definitely an incremental thing with the ladies and that she's she's doing it right now it seems like she's She's definitely asserted her dominance and that she is the empress and that's a that and that's the ladies will re- do respect her for that. Um, but I think friendship wise, she's in the right place because even at the at the thing where they where she invented this new game, they were like, "Oh, do you want to play?" And then she 
won them over. So I think it's working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a bit of give and take, like kind of do what they want to do, which is throwing the ball, but also bringing your own type of fun to it. So I think that was a great mix. But after the game is over and um, Peter announces the arts and science is going to be brought in, Archibald is not pleased with this and actually advises Peter to kind of reconsider his decision. And he uses the dream that Peter had during his, you know, last breath to um, kind of deter him away. Tatiana, what do you think his motives are? Because I know on previous after shows, we thought Archibald was on our side with Catherine and now it kind of seems like he's completely against it. What were your thoughts when you heard him tell Peter this? I mean, I think, I think, uh, I don't think he's necessarily after everything. He's got the highest position that uh, a, a person of his stature can have. So I don't necessarily think he's going for for power. Um, I think he's fighting to have a voice with Peter because I don't think he is being uh, as heard as he wants to be. So he definitely wants to say in, in what's coming up, uh, the future of Russia and um and he's losing that so and i think archie sees that because he's actually taking catherine's advice on you know science and art and all that kind of stuff so if he lets that stuff slide the more that peter listens to catherine then the less you know he's going to take counsel from archie mm -hmm. so after this doesn't work and he goes straight to catherine and tries to kind of not even sway honestly he just tries to threaten her in a sense um cody what did you think about this conversation between catherine and archwell that leads to blood being in her mouth <laughs> um i think they are both very cunning when it comes to wordplay and they and it was a very interesting conversation because she just calls him out right she's like you're are you here to just toy around or are you here to threaten me and he's like well, and I don't remember what he said, but it ended up with her biting his fingers, which I freaking love because it totally is a callback to when she first arrived to the palace and he checked to see if her lady bits were still intact. Mm -hmm. And um, and she says in an episode of maybe a couple episodes prior, she's like, the finger thing. I never really got over it. And mm -hmm. I just, and he goes, shush. And she's just, I, I mean, it was disgusting. But I loved it, and I honestly, it was a, it was a little crazy, but it was a power move, and I was I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she definitely. took a page from uh, Elizabeth's book. Like Elizabeth is crazy, so I think yeah, she was just like, you know mad. what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm just gonna do this. Honestly, it, it was definitely like you said, Cody. It was a power move, and it definitely worked because it after like, she's no. laying in the bed with Peter, <laughs> and. <laughs> They, so they have this crow, fly, I don't know if it's a crow or a raven, one of those, raven, a bird, um, flies into <laughs> their chambers and the bodyguard that we thought was pointless at first actually tells them that, so at first I was like, he doesn't need this, but he really did. And so when he shoots the bird down, he also informs them that Archibald was the one that sent it. And I was like, ooh, it's curtains for you. Uh, uh, Cody, how did you feel next. after? Yeah, how did you feel when Peter walked into his chambers in the middle of the night? I thought he was gonna die. I thought he was mm -hmm. gonna just kill Archibald right there and then, and um, that's what I thought. Somehow he managed to live through that moment. But that I was like, dang, they're about to kill off like an, a key player here, <laughs> and yeah, he's he's still around. Tati, why do you think he's spared Archibald's life because I think we all agree that we thought he was out of here like he was gonna die I think because Archie's been there for so long and he just appointed him um as patriarch like that literally just happened 
So mm-hmm. what, Cody, what? What are you gonna say? Oh no, no, no. I just sorry, I didn't mean to, I I like do that because I didn't want to like forget what I'm anyway. <laughs> um we kind of see it with going off of what you're saying, Tatiana, is like because when he needed to appoint the new leader of the church. Patriarch. Matriarch, thank you. Patriarch. Patriarch, yeah. Because they're men. Um <laughs> 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 those horrible men um when he um oh my gosh now i'm i got <laughs> i was trying to be funny and now i got off track um we see that peter he's like a, he's afraid of the people of the church like the church is very good at instilling the spirit in people and that's something that Peter definitely he is afraid he's he's always was scared of the priest when he was a kid he's always scared of them even to make he couldn't even make the decision for the patriarch because he it was freaking him out too much mm-hmm. and so I, I think that's why he didn't kill him was out of fear yeah possibly yeah. I also think like, that like it would be a big move to kind of kill someone that's supposed to be of God you know what I mean I think that's yeah. a very loud message to the rest of Russia and world leaders just in general and i the think church is going to turn on him exactly i think that just wouldn't work for him in the long run because at first i definitely thought that he was going to kill him and just Me too. next in line but then i realized that would like you said tatiana this he was just appointed so if you're already taking out someone yeah, who hasn't valid. even spent a week at their position what does that say about you know your selection your leadership skills i think that's kind of why he did that but I definitely think we see a shift between who he's going to start to listen to more. And I think Catherine is a lot more in his ear than Archibald is right now, for sure. But before we shift to Orlo, who is nowhere to be found in the castle and doing his own crazy thing in the woods, we got another question answered from our other after show. And it was what happened with um, Marielle's father? Because we were all trying oh, to figure yes. out what yes. so, bad and so we finally get a glimpse as to why peter was so upset tatiana after seeing this flashback scene are you kind of getting a better understanding of why marielle probably would never be a lady again yeah yeah i mean it wasn't her fault and it explains why she hates her father so much so whenever she has this rage it seems she gets dressed goes down finds her father and punches him in the face now i see (laughs) rightly so i totally get why um, where she is where she is but it wasn't her fault and that's what sucks I mean it was her father's fault so she could just prove herself which she hasn't done a very good job of doing that um, but I totally I get it I understand why she's in this position that she is in yeah Cody what did you think of this flashback scene um it took me a minute to realize it was a flashback and then I literally was like, wait, what just happened? Like they're now they're in a completely different place. But then I got it and then I was like, all right, so what's going on? And then he brings in it, a corpse, the so not dead just any mother, corpse, his dead mother's corpse and starts to have sex with it. And I mean, there's no coming back from that. How he didn't, how he's not, how he isn't dead is beyond me. Yeah, yeah that is yeah. a true statement. I don't know why he wasn't killed. Yeah, honestly, that that's a great point, Cody, because mm-hmm. in the beginning of the yeah, episode, we see that Peter has no problem killing anyone who kind of crosses him, as long as it doesn't like raise too many questions or cause a war, basically. Yeah. And so it definitely is interesting that 
he didn't just have the father killed. It's like you said, it's amazing that he's even still alive knowing how Peter is. So that's actually a good, I didn't even think of that at first. I was kind of like, okay, I understand. But the it's fact a little that he's shock still over breathing, the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Really. I'm still kind of traumatized <laughs> from it all. But now like that that's just a really good point. I feel like I don't I don't want to say, Maybe. you know, Mario kind of has it better than it could have been. Cause I know like being a servant, like I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but like you said, we know what Peter is capable of. He yeah. killed the person that even planted the berries that made the puree oh, that he right. got sick from. So I can only imagine what would have happened if they just caught him on an even worse day. And so kind of, part of me is kind of like, Mario, you, you might want to count your blessings in this situation. I don't know, Cody, do you think there's any way that Mario can work her way back to the top or is it just a done deal? <sighs> I would like I would like to think so, and I would like to think that because it's just she even asked. Um, wow, uh, she even asked Peter. Oh, like I would like to. Marielle used to be a lady, and I would like to bring her back. And he's just like, "This is what happened." No, and it's just like, and it, it kills me because like I I've said this like almost every panel after panel we've done. I'm like, I love Marielle. She is my favorite one. <laughs> Um, it just, so I don't know. I mean, I want to say yes. I, um, part of me doesn't. She would, she would have to I do something know. great to like yeah. restore her position. She'd have to like save his life. I would, yeah. yeah, I would honestly feel like she would have to almost like denounce her family in a sense. I only say that cause like in these sort of, in this period, your last name yeah. is pretty much what means so much and carries the most weight. And I right. think that as long as she's attached to her father's name, it's always going to be bad. You know, like they don't really have the luxury of just being an individual and just kind of like seeing for who you are. It's all about family. It's all about status. It's all about what members of your family has done. And so I definitely think that it's, it will be really, really hard for her to even gain that level of respect, no matter what she does, no matter how respectful she is. She's always going to be a insert last name here i'm not sure what her last name is but yeah. you know i think so i think it's definitely going to be hard um it might have to be until like after peter dies and he doesn't get a say so i don't know but i think if enough people know the story they'll never forget that that happened i wouldn't i'm never going to forget that that happened me neither so yeah, yeah. it was just a lot <laughs> but that is a, that's not really the most pressing matter right now we have people to kill and people to save um so speaking of killing we have orlo who is in the woods trying to who knows what he's trying to do honestly and coincidentally his carriage gets um knocked over whatever messed up by a bear and i'm just confused while we keep seeing all these bears in this series this is like the third that's bear what that i was seen. saying <laughs> i'm starting to think like is it symbolic or is it just because of russia is about like, bears yeah well, i was like, like okay she says in episode one, she's like, they have bears there. So I think it's yeah. maybe, but I would not doubt that there's some sort of symbolism behind it, but I think it's just an important part of yeah. the, the geology, topography, geography, it's just, whatever like, word I you want to use. I understand when like a place has bears. I mean, you know, like we have deer, <laughs> but for her to like want a bear as a pet, get a bear as a pet, like that's a normal thing. Talking to the bear in the beginning of the episode, and now we see this other bear. I'm just like, what is like, what well, is I mean, maybe, Russia, maybe this is a lot of money to have a bear on set, so they try to take advantage okay. of it. <laughs> Probably, you know, but we're gonna even use a real bear, so we can. <laughs> Russia is like has a lot to do with bears. It's, I mean, like, bears, the Russian bear is a very widespread symbol for Russia. So it's used yeah. in like cartoons, like dramatic plays, like since as early as, as 
anyone can remember, I think. So I think that's why they keep seeing it here because it's just, it's representative of Russia. That is okay. Russia, the bear. Okay. I can get, okay. I got to say that. And we see it in both in her scene and then, and in Orlo's scene. And they both have, I don't know, maybe there's, it's a sign that, and Orlo has this crazy adventure. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's I'm a sign that like, you know, Russia is strong with them. When they see, yeah. it. I mean, look what Orlo did. Okay, he saw a bear and then he killed a guy. So maybe that's like the true yeah. Russian way. Let's, I'm let's reaching, get but. into this wood scene because Cody, you already know I'm right here with you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he is going through the woods. He doesn't really know right from left. Don't blame him because who really knows their way around the woods unless you're like Hansel and Gretel. Um. And. <laughs> And we see how that turned out for them. So I wouldn't go yeah, pondering. <laughs> but um, he comes across this campsite. At first, he's like, okay, great, a person. Then he soon realizes, ooh, not the right person. Um, so he kind of hides out. He ends up stabbing the guy. We don't know if that's even on purpose or accident or just kind of like the fight or flight type of thing. And then he just runs and hides and doesn't even finish the job. And I have to, I have to know how you were feeling, Cody, because I already know you brought this up in the beginning of the recap. <laughs> yeah. So one, I was first like the first time we've been seeing him in the episode, he's in his carriage, like going somewhere. That's it. We see him again. He's still in the carriage, he's reading a book. That's it. Then the whole thing with the bear. That's great. A little something's happening. And then this is what happens. He sees this guy, what you just said, and he stabs him. And the guy, all these like Russian war prisoners are like, dude, finish the job, kill him, kill him. And he just like runs off and cowers behind a tree. And I was like, what the heck? And a part of me thinks that, cause he did grab the knife off of the log before he said anything. So a part of me does think maybe he was having a moment of like, of, sur of survival instinct. And he was, it, it was his motive to just to injure the guy to get safety. But then I think he was like, what did I just do? And like freaked out. And that's why he didn't finish the job. But oh my God, I was just like, dude, if you're gonna like do this, do it. Don't like, ugh. cause then, then the guy yeah. gets back up and goes to his bag. He's like, I want my Bible. And I was mess. like, and then Orlo almost dies because he didn't just finish what he exactly. was doing. Exactly. Now, Tati, can uh, I share my rage? How did you feel watching the scene? Because you weren't as passionate as Cody. No. So bad. I, I feel like, <laughs> me okay, Orlo is the type of guy that is the passive aggressive type. Okay, he has like nine steps before he gets to what he actually wants because he's that thought out. Not to mention, I'm positive that he has never seen a day of battle, like any kind of battle. Um, or fought for anything physically is in his entire life. So for him to, first of all, be trapped in the woods, see his his fellow men, okay, fellow Russians um, being held by a Swede, like to say anything, I feel like is courageous for Orlo. So I was like, good job. And then, um, then I think it was fight or flight, like he had to defend himself. And then everybody's yelling at him. Like he's the guy that <laughs> so many people talk to him. He gets overwhelmed and he just can't do it. That's why he was like, you're being mean when they were like, kill him, kill him, uh... you know, he shut down. So I'm like, I feel for him because this is completely out of Orlo's character. He is not a killer. He is not a fighter. He is a planner who stays inside of his room and reads. Like that's well, I need him to be a liver. 
So you need to decide whether you were going to but live. But you got or it. You got to commit. But but he did at the end because his life depended on it. And then he got the head of the guy because he killed him. But this is good because now I think we're going to see a completely new Orlo, completely new, mm. because he killed somebody with his bare hands. Like this is yes, a see, huge step. You're onto something. Let me share what I, what was going through my head, and you definitely are a perfect segue. First of all. If you don't want to kill someone, you know, I'm not saying that just because your life depends on it means that you have to murder someone when they are other capable bodies who are willing. Now, my thing was, okay, Orlo, this is out of your element. Yes, you probably went into that initial shock, like, what the heck oh, did I just God. do? I just stabbed someone. But there are three people going. who are basically begging for you to just hand them over the knife. All you have to do is cut their hands open and you could literally run through the woods and try to find help somewhere else and just forget this even happened. But for you to just sit there and do nothing, I felt like that wasn't, that's when his fight or flight just went out the window because honestly, he didn't have to kill he him. Flew. Like, if he felt like, exactly. Yeah. If he felt like stabbing him was just entirely too much, like you said, Tatiana, like if I had never seen combat, which I have not, I would probably feel the same way. But to know that there are three people here who this is what they do for a living they kill people for a living and all you have to do is simply use this knife to at least cut one of them open and then you can kind of just like wash your hands of it in a sense then why didn't you just do that so i was just kind of like us sitting here wasting time i knew because the um other guy didn't die instantly i knew that there was probably going to be a matter of time before he got at least a little bit of strength back to fight back so i was like this is not good like the longer that we sit here the worse this is gonna get and then for orlo to fall for the old like i'm trying to get my bible thing you know he has a soft spot for reading i was like orlo seriously seriously like you you don't even like religion so what difference does it make if somebody wants to read their Bible a, to you? It's because... a dying man. This man was dying. And that's what he said. Like, he's <sighs> dying. Like, if anything, a dying man's wish, you know, you want to be like, okay, leave in peace, essentially, is what mm -hmm. he wanted to, to give him. But it was good that the guy got up and attacked Orlo because now he's like, oh my gosh, things aren't like that. Because that's how it yeah. plays out in his mind. And that's why he can literally sit inside those walls and dictate and use like these pieces as or these people as pawns because he mm -hmm. has no idea what they're actually facing and now he does that's very true i do think that he has a very this is all stupid why are we doing this type of mindset sometimes which sometimes i mean i agree with when he talks about it but i definitely think that your point is very valid and very right like he doesn't have to go really fend for his life so of course you're going to think like all we have to do is see each other as people and we're will gain this respect for one another. And then when he tried to apply this philosophy when it actually counted, like you said, Tatiana, it didn't work. Like that's, I think it was a Swede, so a Swedish soldier that he um, ended up killing and he didn't care about seeing him eye to eye or wanting him to read his Bible. Like none of that matter. None of this like logic mindset really made a difference. And like you said, Tatiana, that's exactly what I thought, just that we're going to see a different Orlo. And I think what was interesting about this episode is that we're seeing a different Peter and I think we're going to see a different Orlo. And even though the dream that Peter had wasn't necessarily about him or we don't really believe it, I definitely think that the emphasis on the two paths in his dream were definitely shown in this episode because Orlo is going this way and Peter is going this way. Like, I think Orlo is going to take a dark turn. Maybe not like for the worst. I don't think he's going to keep killing folks, but no. <laughs> I think he's going to black in his heart just a little bit. And I think Peter has kind of like found a way to love something or care about something. So 
it was it was definitely a good parallel to see them. It was based, it was definitely like a night and day um, type of thing. So I'm interested to see where that's going to go. Before we go into like predictions and things like that, um, I definitely want to talk about just the uh, costume design and like special effects of this. I feel like we don't really get to talk about it a lot, but it's definitely something that I know our panel has noticed. I'm sure viewers have noticed. Just kind of want to hear you guys' opinions on just like the attention to detail, how you feel like the set design has really played into the episode. Cody, thoughts on that? Um, I think it's all beautiful. I'm not too familiar with time periods. Um, I don't know if like they're being correct in like certain details, but everything is stunning. I think the costumes are all amazing. The like the palace, it's like I honestly that any room they go into, I'm like, I want that wallpaper. I want that <laughs> blue that that royal blue paint with the gold molding like I, I'm kind of a nerd for that stuff so it's like I see all this stuff it's I mean don't get me wrong it's not a house I don't want a big lavish house like that but I think all those details are very fun and beautiful and um and special effects wise I am um, a part of me isn't sure I think the bear isn't real I don't yeah, think I don't it's think real oh, interesting. I like I there are times there are like moments oh you mean are, you mean like you think it's CGI I think it's yeah. CGI. Oh, I but thought you meant like they're seeing like, it in their oh. head. <laughs> <laughs> they're imagining things. It's all I'm pretty symbolic. sure the bear is there. <laughs> well, I literally said it like five minutes ago. We were talking about the bears. Like, oh, it's probably expensive to have a bear on set. And in my head, I was like, I don't actually believe that. Like, I think it's yeah. a big bear. Yeah, I think it is too. I think it yeah, is I think so, um, so too. <laughs> but I don't know. It looks, it's not it anyway. It's, I think they're doing a really good job. In yeah. my opinion, mm -hmm. but I'm. We can ask Rachel about it later. She's the historian expert. She might True. know a little more. <laughs> Tatiana, well, do the, you have any thoughts? Yeah, the costume designer is Emma Fryer. She's mm, the one oh, cool. in charge of, of costuming this right now, and so she actually, I'm reading. Um, she <laughs> wears like Dior inspired is inspired by Dior imperial gowns. So that seems to be where she's kind of getting her inspiration from, as well as obviously cool. the period um, that they were in. But it's it's really cool. Um, mm -hmm. You know, she says Nicholas uh, Holtz has like a, a royal rock and roll leopard print and pearls type of thing. So I think yeah. it's not super true to the time period. She's definitely pulling from different things to mix um oh, yeah. to create kind of more like a modern thing which i'm i'm really liking it like i don't yeah don't get me wrong i love period pieces but since this is not historically accurate i think it totally gives her freedom to play around and pull from things that are of the now yeah and That's what really brought it to my attention in this episode was when peter was running in like the first uh, couple of minutes it kind of looked like he had a, like a a Nike Tech sweatsuit, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly." Yeah. Like, he where? has like a lot of yeah. leather pants. Like too. I would wear that. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> maybe like, where can I order like, something? Is it online? Can I? Next couple <laughs> episodes, I'm gonna, cute. I'm gonna be at my sewing machine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something. To exactly. Wear. <laughs> I was like, this is. This is very fashion forward for this time yeah. period. But Tatiana, I think it definitely like just draws into the type of show that this is. It's not 100% historically correct. We know that already. We established that in the beginning, but just like the satire, the costume really bring it to 
a modern day audience and it transfers so well. And I think some of the set design and costumes really adds to that. So I definitely wanted you guys opinion. Um, but now this is like my favorite part of the episode and we are going to move <laughs> into our special segment brought to us by Tatiana. So please give us a scenario. <laughs> okay. You choose special segment. Here we go. Okay. So the man, the man you were forced to marry who was a brute Okay, smashed. <laughs> Sorry, that word. <laughs> I had to take it back. It's a brute. Um, um, he is. He's terrible. Totally smashed all your hopes and dreams of marriage. Um, awful to you. Um, but you may find joy in who he is becoming. So you're learning new things about him. He has softened towards you. Maybe even apologizes to you for how he first acted when he met you, but now he's explaining he's in a different place and he's trying to be a better person. Um, you like this change, but you still have a lover that you actually are do have an emotional connection with, okay? Do you want to explore this, this newfound partner that he has become, or do you keep your distance and still keep lover on the on the front <laughs> i never have a straight answer for any of these but i, I love it like because i really don't know i'm a, um, mm. oh it's hard now no. the issue is that peter hit catherine and i can't get down with that okay but this dude but this dude he didn't hit you Okay. Okay. Wait. There's no hitting right. involved. I have to I'll like do the scenario. Okay. Because if somebody hit me, I'd be like, no, you're dead to me. Right. Like you're dead. Exactly. To me. So this dude, he didn't hit you. He was just, like I said, he was a brute. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I okay. think I, I would keep my, I, I know how I am and I would keep my lover. I'd keep him. I'd keep Leo. <laughs> I would keep Leo until I feel like I don't need him anymore because you know this is this is still fresh like this is only 24 hours after we didn't been married for some months and True. one day does not make up for a lifetime so I definitely agree with Cody I would keep my lover and if things with my actual husband like got better and I felt like he was like meeting me meeting my needs across all platforms then I would get rid of Leo but until you know I feel like I'm satisfied with one man I'm gonna keep it <laughs> I think. Tatiana, what would you do in this scenario? <laughs> no, I'm with you, actually. I would I would play the field between the two of them for a minute until I realized who was who was real and who was fake. And mm -hmm. then I would make my choice. I agree. I agree. So <laughs> I love this special segment. Like it is definitely my favorite because I'm always like, what situation is she gonna put me in today? I, I literally get stressed as if like my life depends on my, my answer and it never does. But um, this is a great segue to move into predictions. So what do you guys think is going to happen? I think episode five, the episode is really our episode It is episode six. And we are almost, you know, we are past the halfway mark. What is there to come in the rest of the series, Cody? Um, you know what's this might not be right. I don't think, I don't think she's. <laughs> I feel like she's not gonna end up killing Peter. Like I don't know how this how this series is gonna end. I don't know if there's another season. 
but a part of me feels like it's not gonna I feel like because if he dies we're not gonna I think that Orlo is gonna be a changed man and, <laughs> <laughs> and at least you're like a I'm too stressed bit. out <laughs> he's like right. Orlo is definitely gonna have a, cha- a bit of a change of heart um I think she's made some headway she's made some progress with the ladies mm-hmm. um we're definitely gonna see more of Marla's story I think because she that's there's I just they just give us little snippets and I do think there's more to it I thought part of me feel like she a part of me feels like she has other family members somewhere around the castle that we don't know about mm. but maybe that's yeah um Tatiana what do you think we have to look forward to in the season uh I don't think Peter's gonna stay this way um I think something's gonna happen yeah something's gonna happen and he's gonna maybe he'll go back to some of his ways but not all actually scratch it I think (laughs) that he's going to be something's gonna happen and he's gonna become more terrible than he was before uh, I think he's going to be more ruthless. And um, I think in turn, that's going to make Catherine become more ruthless. Mm. Yeah, think. see, I never know what's going to happen with this. And it's so crazy because with this series, I know we say it all the time, but it's so easy to just get drawn into this story and not even care about what happened historically. Like, I'm not even using any historical no. context. Oh, no. You can't. You can't. Because it's <laughs> yeah. just like, there's no point. Half of this stuff wouldn't even, ha- even happen yet. But I definitely agree with you, Tatiana. I think, like, something drastic is going to come and, like, switch him completely. Like, this positive streak that he's on is definitely not going to last, um, which is terrible because I just love this whole, like, like, how can we make the castle better version of Peter. Like, I love a good team player. And he was just really being a really nice team player. We had a little parachute demonstration, which I thought was uh, going with, to go south. With the dog, yeah. yeah. Oh my I said, God. that's not... That's not how science God. works. You can't, <laughs> you can't just pick and choose what yelling. parts of science you want to apply. Right, like, exactly. exactly. I was straight up, I was like, oh my God, he's going to throw the dog. Oh my God, he's going to throw the dog. And then he had the dog and he threw it. I straight up was on the couch. I was like, oh my God, please tell me it works. Please tell me it works. I was so worried for that little dog. Right. And it was at the end of the seat. I mean, in uh, end of the episode. So I was like, Jesus. Like I was on the edge of my seat for the last like three minutes. But... <laughs> Thankfully, it worked out well. But like you said, I just think that something, it was just too, it was too positive. Like, I think Mm. the science is going to go, the art is going to (laughs) go. It's just, it's not going to stay. But yeah, there's, there's something that's going to happen. And I like just to point out to our last um, bit of news, I think that we mentioned like uh, yesterday or one of the episodes about how Nicholas Hall had to walk down the hallway um, naked. Oh my and how God, he said yes. it feels terribly long. That. We finally got to see that in the episode. And I was just like, yeah, it actually looks very long, especially having to do it naked. <laughs> and he had to stop and talk to people. So I was like, geez, like, right. and I know he's probably no like, way that was one take. Like he probably did no, that exactly. like, for a good couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> so he's I was just like, like, I was like, on. <laughs> only imagine, but just very quickly, where can our viewers and people who just want to find you find you guys on social media, Tatiana? Um, my name is Tatiana Marisa at Tatiana Marisa on all social media platforms. And, and Cody, where can they find you? I am on Twitter as Cody underscore Ep and on Instagram as Cody Ep. 
And you guys can find me on Twitter at Tori with two E's or on Instagram at Toxic Model. You know, we all have some great content. So I suggest following us. You won't be disappointed, but also follow After Buzz TV. If you have some time, click around the YouTube channel, find something that you have interest in. One of us have probably covered it on a panel or written about it on AfterBuzzTV.com. So definitely find something that, you know, can keep you entertained during these times. And until, well, actually we'll be back later today. We'll actually have Rachel on the next panel. So stick around for that if you have some time. And until then, we will buzz you later. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.